Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. That's Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Um, I love this. I love everything in the Bible. So you'll find as you hear these, I'll say this is one of my favorites because really they're all my favorites, so it's hard to pick. But... um. This one, you know, just tells you to surrender your life to Jesus and watch how your life transfigures. Watch how it changes. Watch how how you view things in life a little differently than you would normally. You know, back before I really grasped my faith, I remember um, how I got into it. I, I, I've said before, you know, my sister, I was going through a nasty divorce with a woman who was married to me, pregnant with somebody else's baby. Uh, my daughter, uh, you know, my um, my sister was past, had just got diagnosed with cancer, was not, the, the outcome was not going to be favorable f- for us. So, you know, we, there was a lot of things going on. And so at that point in my life, I, I just kind of like stopped going to church. And I never lost my faith, but I stopped going to church I, I was doing a lot of questioning, but but because I was questioning, I was still talking to God. So I I, I was still, you know, wondering how why things were happening or know where they were happening. So I still had God in my life, and um, I remember you know my mom asking me to play at this you know this um, women's retreat at Saint Sabina. And where I play every Sunday night now, but um, asking me to play at this retreat, and I was like, "Yeah." And so I played at the retreat, and there was a, a priest there that had just come to Saint Sabina and became one of my dearest friends. So he came there, and and he was there, and I my my uncle, who I'm named after, had passed away too at that point. So I played at his funeral. My grandmother also passed away during that time. I played at her funeral and I played at this retreat and and um the pastor that came to Sabina was at all all of those things. And so after one of after one of those things he asked me he you know he, he asked me about a Sunday night mass he was gonna start doing it saying to buying at five five o'clock on Sunday nights and I I said oh that's a great idea I think I think you'll do I think it'll be great 
And then he said, I want you to play it. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, and I thought it would be, I thought that would be it. I thought, you know, I thought that it would just kind of get lost, lost in the chaos of the world and, and never happen. So all the, then he said, I want to start this Sunday. And so little about every, every time I said yes to something, it, it, it got even closer to reality. So I showed up that Sunday and I played at the mass and there was, you know, two or three people there and, and the next week I said, you know, you want to do it next week? And he said, yeah. So I did it the next week and there were seven, eight people there. And, you know, and for a while it stuck around, you know, 10, 15 people. And finally I was, after about, you know, six weeks of doing it, I was like, you know, this is not taking off. You just want to forget it. He's like, no, I want to keep going. So we kept going and pretty soon the place was like packed. And then, you know, the coronavirus came in and knocked it back down and it's starting to pick up again. But my point in all that is um, surrendering, surrendering your life to Jesus it just changed my life because at the beginning of that, I was playing on Sunday at five o'clock. I was playing, but I was going out on Friday night and drinking and having a great time. And, you know, Saturday night, I'd go drinking. I, a lot of times I'd get home at four or five in the morning and I'd play at Sabina on Sunday night and I'd realize that that you know I'm I'm playing it and all these people wanted to talk to me after after the mass was over, they'd all want to come up and talk to me and they, would you please pray for my, you know so and so or would you please you know pray for me I'm having trouble here and and then I realized man these people think that like I have a direct line to God just because I play a couple Christian songs, you know if they knew where I was twelve hours ago, you know coming in from drinking all night it it just would it was hypocritical. And and so I, I thought, you know, at that point I had to decide, I, I didn't have, I wanted to decide what I wanted to do. Either I was going to be Christian and believe in God and, and, and do my thing and change the way I was having fun, or I was going to continue to live this double life where I was you know, a party all night, and then I come in and and be this you know reverent guy that believes in Jesus. Everybody thinks I have this. I you know I wanted to tell these people when they came in. I was like, "You're closer to God than I am." You know, say a prayer yourself. You know, you're close. He ain't gonna. He's not gonna listen to me. You know, twelve hours ago I was coming home from drinking all night, and now I'm in here acting like I'm you know some kind of holy roller. <laughs> and then it just started really bothering me where I decided I had I, I I wanted I decided that I wanted to make a decision. And so I started doing that. I started <clears throat> you going that he you know because I loved doing the karaoke, you know, and playing music and stuff. So I'd go to these karaoke places and people you know, I I I started, you know, using a a drink glass and I'd put cranberry juice in it. And then, and and people like, you know, oh, you're cranberry and vodka? And I was like, yeah, you know. And then I realized that I was still doing it. I was trying to make people think I was drinking, drinking when I wasn't. So I was still doing it. And so, you know, I, I 
decided, you know what, I'm just, I'm going to get, I'm going to drink water, I'm going to drink, you know, Diet Coke or whatever I decide to drink, and I'm going to tell people when they ask me, I'm going to tell them what I'm doing. And, and, and if they push me, I'm going to tell them why I'm doing it. You know, so now, you know, uh, so, so I, I decided to stop living a double life. And so I, I and I did, I, I stopped doing it. Now, that, that's not to say, like, I love red wine. So I'll have a glass of red wine after I play music places or, you know, if I'm at a party or something, I'll have a glass of wine. The difference now is I don't drink like two bottles of it. I just sip on a glass of wine, you know, and, and if I wanted, if I wanted some other kind of drink, I'll get, I'll get another kind of drink and I, and, but I, I don't abuse it. That's the whole thing. I, you know, somebody told me, you know, uh, money is the root of all evil. And I was like, that's not really what it says in the Bible. The Bible, the love of money is the root of all evil. You know, you need money to survive, so you have to make money. But when you put that on a pedestal and love that more than God, that's when you have problems, just like anything else. Having a few drinks is not not bad. It's not wrong. You know, eat, eating eating okay you know the seven deadly sins gluttony and all it's not eat you know it's not eating that is a sin it's it's the love of eating and the overeating and that's what it is pride again you know you he wants you to be proud of what you do but when it controls your life that's when the problem comes in when you want people to you know see what you did that's when that's when pride becomes one of the deadly sins i mean and you can go down the line with the rest of them I mean, you know, but, but, you know, the point I'm making in my, in my thing today is, is, you know, I, I decided to have clean fun and that's what I did. And I, I, I came to the conclusion after doing that, that my fun that I was having was more fun than, than what I was having before. Cause then I found myself at Sunday night playing at the church and really playing at St. Sabina and, and really being able to stand on it and being able to not not I don't I didn't have any regrets. That's one of the things about good clean fun, beating dirty fun every time. Clean fun holds no regrets. And, uh, do doing only the things that serve a Christian purpose, and staying away from the things that threaten to destroy the things or people that mean the most to you, because that's what it does. Satan Satan wants to destroy everything that you hold dear to you. So when he does, so when when you you know drinking, if you're drinking and it's causing you to be mean or it's causing you to, you know, to do things that you wouldn't normally do, and you lose your marriage because of it, or you lose your kids, or you lose, you know, your job. That's what he wants. He's the master of deception, and he wants to create chaos in your life. That's what his plan is to create chaos in your life so that you cannot, you you cannot welcome the blessings that God wants to rain down on you because your life is way too chaotic to even notice the blessings. When you're married and you have a great wife and you have great kids and you have a great job, those are blessings. All Satan wants to do is cloud that up and 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 take those things away from you. God wants to give to you. Satan wants to take away from you and disguise it as giving to you. And so that's what happens when when you do that, when 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 you live that kind of life, um, you know it's in the Bible. Um, love your neighbor as you love yourself, and treat them accordingly. 
I mean, that's one of the two greatest commandments. When Jesus was asked the two greatest commandments, one was, you know, love the Lord your God with all your mind, heart, and soul. And the other one was love your neighbor as yourself. Those are the two. He said, if you follow those two commandments, your life will, you will be living a Christian life. So, um, you know, the, the the point of the of the scripture that I that I use today basically um, just says, you know, to to surrender your life to Jesus. It does not. It does not mean you can't have fun. Doesn't mean. Doesn't mean you 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 can't go out and do things you like to do. You just have to alter it a little bit in a good way. Satan and all his warriors, you know, want, will lead you to believe that that's impossible. But I'm here to tell you that it is not impossible, and that's in the Bible too. I mean, there's just you know, there's so many things in the Bible. You can do all things. Nothing is impossible with God. So go out and have good Christian, clean fun. Remember this scripture and um, and and thank you for um, listening to these podcasts. I, I I do these just. You know, I'm, I'm not called by God to do them, or I just like to do them. I just like to do them, and if it helps one person then I, I feel like I've, I've succeeded in what I wanted to do. So, um, again, I like to lay this blanket of protection over you, your family, your friends, all the people in your life over this country through the prayer of St. Michael, the archangel, who is uh, the commander-in-chief of um, God's undefeated heavenly army. And I stress the word undefeated. If you say this prayer, learn this prayer, and say it in in the times when you are struggling with um, with something you're dealing with that is definitely not of God. He'll he'll lay his hand of protection. He'll send that his angels armor of arm his angels um, to protect you. Defend us in our daily battles. Be our protection against the wickedness and the snares of Satan. May God rebuke him. We humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host. By the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl throughout this world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mother Mary, and all your angels and saints. Amen. Thank you for listening, and have a blessed day. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.